20th Century Boy, my name is Radio Mike, and I have just taken a bite out of a chocolate chip scotch finger, and I know I usually start the show in a different way, but I needed to start the show by saying that chocolate chip scotch fingers are officially the snack of the show. The show snack is a chocolate chip scotch finger. It's an incredible variation and twist on the classic scotch finger. It's got that scotch fingery taste with chocolate chips in it as well. Dip it into a nice warm drink, such as a coffee, cup of cup of tea with milk, even just some milk, anything like that. This is not a sponsored post. I've just been loving chocolate chip scotch fingers so much that I just had to start the show by endorsing them because they're so great. And Arnott's... If you are interested in a sponsorship, please contact me, radiomikepot at gmail.com. But anyway, where was I? Oh, yes. My name is Radio Mike, and this is the inside of my mind. Thank you so much for joining me again. If you, Well, I guess again, if you're, if you're a returning listener, if you're new listener, what took you so long? I've been doing this podcast for a year and a half now, and you're only just joining now with so much to catch up on. That seems like a horrible, horrible idea, but I appreciate you being here nonetheless. And boy... What an absolute week I have had. What an absolute week I've had. And uh, if you're new to the show again, welcome. Uh, This show is about me, Radio Mike, uh, a podcast producer and radio person from Melbourne, Australia, uh, who also likes to indulge in a little bit of comedy in his spare time and uh, who's in his mid-20s living alone and and trying to make his way through this rough and tumble of being a millennial in the modern age. Um, And that's kind of my spiel that I start every podcast with. I also have a tagline, which is Australia's most lovable nerd, because I'm a massive nerd. I didn't end up weaving that in because of the whole scotch finger thing. But uh, here I am, guys, back for another week. And I I wanted to start this week's show because I, I I can't mess around this show. Like, I have to tell a story that I will remember for the rest of my life. And uh, it is the story of how I, of my my first and only interaction with a former Prime Minister of Australia. Uh, if you are not from Australia, you may not know this person, but uh, we, we had a Prime Minister a number of years ago called Julia Gillard, and She's an absolutely lovely person, I can attest to that, because I've had uh, the pleasure of being uh, in her presence online via Skype for about five to ten minutes, and I I just have to tell one of the funniest stories of my life. Uh, I have sought permission to tell this uh, from from the person that it, that it kind of is about, so it's okay, uh, but I again, I had to start the show with this story because this is just so funny. And I don't know, I, I, I'll, just, I'll just try and start from the start. So <clears throat> as I have already expressed uh, previously on the podcast, I am Radio Mike, a podcast producer, et cetera, et cetera. One of the podcasts that I work on is this podcast called Willosophy with Will Anderson. Will is a comedian who does this um, philosophical interview-esque podcast uh, that asks smart people dumb questions. And that's the tagline of that show. 
And because of this, we managed to get Julia Gillard, who is currently promoting a book she's written, to feature on Willosophy, which was awesome. I was so happy. I'm like, wow, like a former prime minister on the show. Like, this is going to be really cool. I didn't know what to expect, really, but I I, I, I actually felt quite starstruck, which I rarely do. Um, but I felt kind of starstruck with this. And so essentially, there's two parts with this story. The first part of this story is obviously because of COVID restrictions in Australia, we did this, we did this recording via Skype. And the first part of the story is that I had to be on the Skype call. Basically, I spent 10 minutes of my life teaching Julia Gillard how to use GarageBand on Mac and how to export uh, her audio to an MP3. Really fun, really good times. Just never thought I'd be doing that. It was it was certainly a life experience to be uh, talking to a former prime minister of your country, the highest, highest person politically in your country. Uh, well, she was at one point uh, about exporting something to an MP3. It's all part of the job. And <laughs> the other part of the story which is the much more funny story. Um, but still, I, I pinch myself at these moments in my life. Um, so for one of Will's other podcasts, TOFOP, uh, we have a group chat with myself, Will, and Charlie Clawson, who also does the podcast. And often we are saying in that group chat stuff stuff like, um, hey, is it cool if we record at 6 o'clock on Sunday or 10 o'clock on Monday or whatever it might be? And generally someone will be like, yep, that's fine. And then often Will will just use the sunglasses emoji, like the emoji that's like cool and it's got the guy wearing sunglasses. And one day uh, Charlie said, I don't know what you mean by that. And uh, Will said, oh, it means cool. And then Charlie said, oh, it looks like a drug dealer because it's like a shady guy in glasses. And anyway... After that, I thought it would be funny to dig up an old photo of Tony Abbott. And if you don't know Tony Abbott, he was also a Prime Minister of Australia and was, uh, I I can't remember the specifics of it because I didn't really follow politics at the time, but when he was uh, opposition, like I think Julia Gillard was Prime Minister and Tony Abbott was like her biggest enemy in politics. Like they were sworn enemies. There was no, like many, many like big heat up arguments between them. Uh, Julia Gillard's famous misogyny speech was directed to Tony Abbott. Uh, so, you know, mortal enemies in the world of politics. I've, I, I dug up this picture of Tony Abbott wearing speed dealer sunglasses and just sent it to the group. And then suddenly in the group chat, that picture became the new cool emoji. So Will would start sending that instead. I'd start sending that instead. Lots of fun. Just some private fun between friends. Anyway, then we were recording one of Will's other podcasts, Two Guys, One Cup, which is an AFL podcast. And as a joke, sometimes we change our backgrounds on Skype. How You, can, you know how you can like change your background. So... We're all changing our backgrounds again, having a bit of fun. And then Will, as a joke, changes his background to the picture of Tony Abbott in Speed Dealer sunglasses. Great. We all all had a laugh. We got on with our lives. Now, the day we recorded the Julia Gillard, and I'm sure you know where this is going, but the day that we recorded the Willosophy with Julia Gillard, okay, Will called me beforehand to chat on Skype. So we log into Skype. 
And by default, the Tony Abbott picture is still his Skype background from last time. Remember, Tony Abbott is Julia Gillard's sworn enemy. This is a quite a funny photo of him in Speed Dealer sunglasses. Uh, and Will notices it and, you know, we both sort of go, oh, better get that off before we do the interview with Julia Gillard. That'd be awkward if that was there. So Will uh, takes it off. We're all good, ready to go for this very serious chat. Then Will hangs up that call to start a new group call on Skype with myself and Julia Gillard, the 27th Prime Minister of Australia and first female Prime Minister of Australia as well. Uh, You know, quite a legend in Australian politics. And uh, when that call comes up, we all start connecting. And for whatever reason, Skype has gone back to the default Zoom or Skype background for Will's Skype of Tony Abbott in the Speed Dealer sunglasses. Now, I'm going to tell this from my perspective. I'm on the call. I've connected. Julia has not yet connected, but you know how there's that weird kind of laggy point where you're not sure if the other person can see or not yet because they're still connecting? Has the video started on their end, but their video hasn't started? Or is it the other way around? Basically, time slowed down for me because I realized that Julia's camera was connecting and we probably had between, I reckon we had between one to three seconds to change that wallpaper in the hope that Julia Gillard wouldn't see it. And I, time slows down, I'm looking at Will knowing, knowing absolutely that I am totally, totally powerless to stop this. I have no control over this. I can't help him. I can't do anything to salvage this moment. It is totally in his hands. And I see him have essentially a mini heart attack. I see the lights leave his eyes in shock and a quick grasp for a mouse and just essentially any attempt to try and stop the former Prime Minister of Australia seeing his Skype background being the former Prime Ministers of of Australia's mortal enemy in politics in speed dealer sunglasses as the background. Man, it was... My heart leapt out of my throat. It was an absolutely, absolutely terrible, terrible situation. All I could think was, if she's seen this, this has got to be one of the most awkward moments ever because how do we explain why it's there? If she does see it, all she sees is that. She doesn't know the backstory as to why it's there or even the fact that we specifically tried to get it off the screen before we called her and then Skype re-defaulted to it. She doesn't know all that. And how could we explain it to her? She's only got an hour for the chat that she's put aside generously for this interview. It, it was unbelievable. Unbelievable scenes on that Skype call. And who knows? It is very possible that she saw it, thought it was some kind of weird prank on our part, which would make absolutely no sense, and just decided to say nothing. Who knows? Yes, Will did manage to change it in time. Will we think in time? I don't know. But pretty much as soon as she logged on, the thing the thing changed. Will was able to change it. So I guess my my challenge to you is to meet a former prime minister of your nation, or better yet, if you're in America, meet the president of your, your nation 
and make it more awkward than this. Because I will never forget that moment for as long as I live. If you are new to the show, thank you for being here. The show doesn't normally start with a 10-minute monologue about me meeting one of the Prime Ministers of Australia. Uh, but this week it was a special, special case. I, I just had to, had to include it in this episode of the podcast because it was hilarious. Now to start off uh, official proceedings of the show, uh, the first thing you should do when listening to this show at this specific point is do a 360, spin around on the spot, or just turn your head around. And I, I've made it this thing on this podcast that that this is the only winnable podcast in the world. You can win this podcast. It is possible for you to win the podcast. Uh, it is very hard to do so, but if you win the podcast, the podcast ends forever. In some ways, I don't want someone to win the podcast. So I guess you're you're playing against me. To win the podcast, do a 360 on the spot right now. If you happen to see me, if you happen to see me looking while you're looking around right now, if I happen to be in your vicinity, by pure chance, you can't rig it by camping outside my workplace, which is like widely known. You can't rig it by uh, coming up to me at an event that you know I'm going to be at. You can't win the podcast that way. You cannot win the podcast by setting it up. It has to be a complete coincidence. And... If you see me right now, you come up to me, you say, hi, I think I've won the podcast. You take your headphones out, you put them up to my ear and I hear that you're up to this bit and you win the podcast. The podcast wins forever. And that, it, it goes on forever, really. So there is a, at the moment, because Melbourne's in lockdown, no real chance of you winning the podcast uh, because, you know, I'm inside a lot. If you're in Melbourne, you're inside a lot. But again, when international travel opens up, I could be anywhere. I could be in New Zealand, I could be in the UK, I could be in Italy, I could be in Tokyo, I could be in Russia, I could be in Syria. It is highly unlikely that I would be there, but it is possible. That's what I'm saying. It is possible that I could be anywhere. Uh, so always keep your eyes peeled for me when you're listening to the podcast. If you see someone who looks like me, but you're not sure if it is me, just go up to them and give it a shot anyway. See how you go. Maybe it is me. This week has been really busy. I am recording this at 9 p.m. on a Tuesday, and it's been just, it's just been flat out this week. Um, and I've been having like a bunch of thoughts earlier in the week about Sometimes I just go through this period and please don't, um, please don't worry if you're a massive fan of this podcast, which I assume there's two of you. Um, I, but sometimes I just go through these thoughts where I'm like, oh man, maybe I should just quit doing this podcast and quit doing quote unquote comedy stuff and quit doing all of that and just focus on, you know, just business, I suppose. Um, just because sometimes I feel disheartened if I think that things aren't growing at a pace that I would like them to be or things aren't moving quickly enough and stuff like that. And I had a few of those thoughts this week. But then, I don't know, I I then try to retrospectively look at how far I've come and just think, well, like literally three years ago, you were in a totally different place. So who knows where you could be in three years from now. Um, and I, I think that I think about that a lot and I think that kind of was solidified by a few things this week. The first one was I was talking via FaceTime to one of my friends who lives in the UK actually. Um, and she used to live in Melbourne and we used to hang out a few years ago and she was saying to me like, oh, it's, it's, 
it's been crazy like seeing how 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 much you've grown in terms of like my just generally in terms of like my content output in the past few years since I left Melbourne and I was like oh because I kind of feel like I'm stagnant and I kind of feel like I'm in the same boat that I've always been she said oh well from my perspective it's the total opposite and a few of my friends have said similar things so it was kind of that was kind of an interesting thing the second thing was it was the four-year anniversary of one of the funniest things in my opinion that I have ever done uh when I was at university I did this funny video and I will put the audio in in a sec uh of the Adele song hello and uh the me some as if the, the the song set up as if Adele's on like a phone call and I did like a funny video as the, as the person on the other side of the phone call. Here's the audio of that. Hello. Hello. Hey Adele, how are you? How are you? I just asked you that. Yeah, I'm doing good, thanks. How are you? Don't even call me to talk about myself. I'm sorry. That's all right. What's this regarding? I'm actually kind of busy at the moment. I literally just told you like twice I'm doing well. How are you? Adele, what the fuck are you talking about? This is what I mean. Like, you always just call me out of the blue and say this random shit to me on the phone and I literally have no idea how to respond to it. Like, if you can, I think you should just stop calling me because I can just can't... Oh, my God. For fuck's sake. Adele. Adele. Adele, I'm hanging up. I can't do this. I'm hanging up. Adele, I, I do not care. Hang up. Oh. Unknown number. Hello? That was this little video I did when I was like, I must have been like 21 or 22. And I just remember again, like looking back, like ever since I finished high school and was at uni, I was always just trying to do these little funny videos on Instagram and these little funny things. And I think that looking back, it was just like my high school friends and uni friends that were liking them and thought they were funny. And to be honest, I've deleted all a lot of those older ones from my Instagram. I don't know why. I guess I was, like, embarrassed about them. Um, but I used to do them a lot, and I always just thought, oh, I just like making these little funny things, and people around me seem to like them, so I might as well do them. And then I did that Adele one, and a, heaps of people saw it and thought it was funny, and then I started, like, bumping into people that I hadn't seen in years, and they'd be like, oh, I really like your Instagram. It's really funny. And I guess looking back to that, and I got the little notification on Instagram that was like, it's been four years since you did this post. And I was like, oh shit, that was four years ago. And yeah, I guess I just enjoyed seeing, like I look back at that, like I was saying, I look back to three years ago, I look back to that time four years ago, again, totally different. So I don't know, everything just changes so fast. I'm just going to keep at it. And then the third thing was today that, sort of solidified how far I'd come because uh, we generally we record the Hamish and Andy podcast on Tuesdays and Jack, Jack Post, who normally pushes the buttons for that show, was away um, because he was sick. So I ended up pretty much being the fill-in Jack for an episode of that podcast, which will come out in a few weeks' time. And yeah, I guess if you told me four years ago when I was doing that Adele video funny, stupid Adele video that I still personally think is the funniest video I've ever done. I never would have thought if you told me in four years from now, you will be the fill-in panel op for an episode of the Hamish and Andy podcast, uh, filling in for Jack. 
Um, I never would have believed that. And it was really fun. And I enjoyed just sort of getting back behind the panel in radio. Well, it was a podcast, but the radio panel, which I haven't used in ages because of COVID and radio not having much work. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. And just being in a studio and having lots of laughs, it was really cool. So I'm sticking with it. I'm glad you're sticking with the podcast and I hope you're enjoying it too. I have finished up the second episode of this comedy series I've been writing. I'm really excited about it. A few people have seen it and they've all responded really positively as well, which is awesome. There's going to be five episodes, more info on that coming. But this week I started doing this new thing where I just started, because I'm on COVID, weekends are really boring. I started just streaming myself playing uh, the original Donkey Kong Country game on Super Nintendo uh, to both YouTube and I did one part on IGTV and people seem to really respond to that. So I've actually now been completing the game world by world and filming myself playing it and then putting it up on YouTube. So I'm, and I saw it again, I'm not trying to like hide myself off, but I saw another comment on YouTube on my channel that was like, oh, this guy's really underrated. You deserve more subs and stuff. And I guess that just, again, that motivated me to keep going. So I think I'm going to have another crack at YouTube. Every time I try and do stuff on there, I kind of end up falling off the wagon. But that kind of leads me into this broader philosophical thing of this fact that I feel as though I've kind of always been a little bit, and I've spoken about it on the show before, but I have this like weird shame about a lot of my interests. Like I think I'm coming to terms finally with this idea of me being the nerdy guy. And I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing anymore because when I was at school and still recently, I think, oh, I'm lame and I'm shit because I'm a nerd. But what I've realized is the more that I embrace all of that and the more that I just totally just be myself and enjoy the things that I enjoy and not really worry about what other people think of me, one, the happier I am, two, the more creatively inspired I feel, And three, the more I feel like I'm finding people that relate to me more. One of my good mates, Zach Miller, Radio Zach Miller. Welcome to the radio family again, Radio Zach Miller. Good mate of mine. He said to me once when I was kind of having a conversation with him about this thing, because I realized that this internal shame is totally my own doing. No one's ever said to me, you're lame because you like video games and geek culture and stuff like that. No one's ever said that to me except for me. And I remember speaking to Zach and he just said to me, he was like, I'll never forget it because it really helped because Zach's this really cool guy. He's really cool. He likes American football and really cool indie music. Like he's way cooler than me. And he just said to me, hey man, I like that you like all that stuff. I think those are the things that make you unique. And I think those are the things that make you stand out. And I think those are the things that make me drawn to you as a friend because those are the things that you're really passionate about and enjoy and those are good things about you. And I guess I realized in that moment that, yeah, a lot of this is just myself telling myself this story. And when someone else was just like, well, those are the best parts about you. I don't know. I think that was a big point of development for me. Um, and, and that's kind of what this podcast is about, by the way, if you're new and you're like, what the fuck is all this about? A lot of this podcast is just about me sort of coming in, talking about stuff, playing a few games with the listeners and talking about the week that was and exploring my mental health and my, 
my understanding of the world. So I just wanted to bring that to you. Okay, enough about me. On to some of the fun stuff. I, I want to put a little thought experiment to the listeners today, to all of you. I want to have a little thought experiment because, to be honest, a thought crossed my mind the other day that has totally rocked my world and I genuinely believe it is going to blow you away when you hear the following. So I'm just going to give you a couple seconds to prepare yourself to be blown away. Just get ready and strap yourself in for this because I think this could, I actually do believe, I genuinely believe that what I have figured out may change your life. I think that this is a life-changing thing. And it's not like, it's not like a good life-changing thing, nor is it a bad life-changing thing. This is just a thing that will change your life when you know it. All right. I'm about to say it. This is what I've discovered this week. All right, I'm about to say it. Here we go. It's just, it's hard for me to say it because it's so, it's so life-changing. Okay. There are likely many, many numbers in the world that have never been said out loud by any individual in the universe. Bam. Here's one. 624,928,622,131. Wow. There is a high probability that that number has never been said in the history of the universe. And you know why I know it's true? Because there are so many numbers that it is likely whatever number you think about right now in the trillions has likely never been said out loud before. You could say a number in the trillions or the quadrillions right now, and I can pretty much guarantee you that no one has ever said that in the history of the world. By saying that number, which you should do right now on the spot, you are making history as a human. You are making history in the universe by saying something out loud that has never been said out loud in the history of the world. I could not believe it when I figured this out. I was just like, oh my God, there are so many numbers that you can claim. You can actually claim, I'm going to claim another one, 825 quadrillion, 630 million. Oh, hang on, that doesn't work. Anyway, you get my point. (laughs) Well, that was a number, so that actually probably counts. Maybe no one said that. You know what I mean? Your homework from this podcast is is to choose a number, say it out loud, record yourself saying it out loud, send it in to the podcast, radiomikepod at gmi.com, or call the phone number, 1-800-438-353, play that jingle, and just say, hey, Radio Mike, this is my number, and say your number that no one has ever said in the history of the world. It would be crazy if we got two people that just happened to say the same one. No one set it up. No one try and rig the system. Just say a number. You will be the first person in the history of the universe to say that number. I guarantee it. There's so many numbers out there. You couldn't not be. You could not not be. This should be a new segment of the show that I should have a sting for. And we can call it like name a number. We'll just call it name a number. I'll make a sting for it next week. Please send them into the show. Send in your number, your name and your number, not your mobile number, your number that you are claiming is the first time anyone in the universe has ever said that number. And we will play them out on the show on a segment next week called Name Your Number. Let's call it Name Your Number. I'm going to claim one more. 983 trillion, 64 billion, 13 million and one. I guarantee no one has ever said that before. No one has ever said that before. You know it. You know it. You know it. Okay, if your life wasn't changed enough from that, 
let's do something that is not as life-changing, but is definitely a lot of fun. And uh, it's a segment we've been doing the past month and a half now, probably, and it's a, it's one of my favourites on the show. It's called this. Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation. Yes, it is Lost in Translation, a very fun game we play on this show. The way that this game works is the following. I choose a famous song lyric from a well-known song, and then I put it into Google Translate, and I translate it to... 20 different languages and then put it back to English and whatever Google spits out, you have to figure out what I originally put in. Last week, it was Wonderwall by Oasis and I think it was like a really easy lyric that Google spat out, which was something like, um, I can be sure after all, this is my miracle. And it was, and after all, you're my Wonderwall or something like that. Um, so that one was pretty easy uh, and everyone got that right. So I decided to ramp up the difficulty. I actually did a few more translations than 20 this week and it's led to one that's been hotly debated uh, amongst fans of this show. And uh, well, let's remind everyone of what the lyrics were that I put into Google last week. The translation that is, sorry. Think of music as a plan. Let's sing together. I love columns. We provide content for all camels. You have to be good. Yeah, so it was think of music as a plan. Let's sing together. I love columns. We provide content for all camels. You have to be good. And my clue was it was a song from the 20th century, not the 21st century. It is a song that everyone would know. And it is a song that in those lyrics... It's, there's barely any remnants of that song left in the lyrics, especially the columns and camels bit. I don't know where that's come from. When I actually looked at it in more detail, I can see kind of like the skeleton of the original song in there, but I don't think many people would get it. However, a lot of people have tried to get it. A lot of people have tried to get it. Uh, and I'd like to read out or play uh, to people who left voicemails some of the answers that were left without uh, revealing the correct answer. I'll reveal that at the end. I will give one more clue for people listening now. And that clue is... Uh, what could that clue be? Um, this song is a song about music. This is a song about songs. No, it's not a song about songs, but this is a song... Well, once you hear it, you'll know what I mean. It is a song about music. Uh, okay. Uh, here are some of the incorrect answers. The first one, which was just submitted uh, via the Discord. You can submit to me your answers via Instagram, Twitter, Discord. Message me if you want to join. It's a very active community in there. Every night it goes off. Uh, email 1-800-438-353. Anything like that. Radio Greg, welcome to the Radio Family. Radio Greg, his guess, he says, I know this might not be right, but it's the closest I can think of. It's Foo Fighters Everlong. Uh, and he's given the lyrics. I'll, I'll play them here. And I wonder when I sing along with you Everything that ever seen is forever And he says, and I wonder, think of music as a plan. Mm. When I sing along with you, let's sing together. That's good. Columns and camels, if anything could ever be this good again, we have to be good. Uh, so those that that's his sort of working of it. And gonna, not going to lie, uh, Radio Greg, pretty good guess. Pretty good guess. We'll see if that's correct when I reveal the answer. 
Uh, this one comes in from Radio Connie, uh, all the way from the UK. Uh, let's see what Radio Connie decided that she thought it was. Hey Mike, it's Radio Yogurt here. Um, I've just got a guess for this week's Lost in Translation. So the last line, we have to be good, made me instantly think of Let It Be by the Beatles. Um, and then I couldn't get it out of my head. So that's my wild stab in the dark. Okay, so she's called herself Radio Yogurt, which I assume is her um, British twang pr- pronunciation of yogurt, which still doesn't make any sense. Uh, she has guessed Let It Be by the Beatles based solely on that last line, which is a very interesting guess. Uh, again, we'll see if you're correct when I reveal the answer. G'day, Mike. It's Radio Superstar Pat here. Um, was just listening to the podcast at 360. You're not around, so I guess I don't win. Anyway, just calling in to give my guess for uh, the Lost in Translation. Um, so I, my guess is going to be that the song is Sir Duke by Stevie Wonder. As you mentioned, the song was released in the last century, and Sir Duke was released in 1977. And I don't know. I noticed with the lyrics, um, first line, think of music as a plan. Um, which reminded me of Music is a World Within Itself, which is the first line from Sir Duke. So, I don't know. Let's see if I'm right. All right, cool. Get fucked. Don't block the MBF and all the other jokes. Yeah, and thanks to Pat there for incorporating nearly every uh, joke of the podcast into that voice message. That was his guest there, Sir Duke by Stevie Wonder. All very good guesses. All very good guesses. However, I can reveal now... All three of those guesses, while being very good and well thought out, and I would like all people who submitted to take 20 mic points for those guesses. Not a single one of those guesses was correct, and I'm not surprised. This was an exceptionally difficult one. Um, and I will give away the answer now. And uh, it is... I, I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed because I don't think anyone could have possibly gotten it. So I am going to... If, if you were... I know a few people were going like... We've done... I think we've... I know a few people were... I think we've done four of these and I think a few people were like four for four. Feel free to strike this one from your record if you want. I mean, I'll strike it. It's not a true... You're not truly getting 100%, but I'll allow it if you say you got 100% if you didn't get this one. Because the song that I put into Google that produced the lyrics, think of music as a plan, let's sing together. I love columns, we provide content for all camels, you have to be good. Was this incredibly, incredibly profound, poignant and wonderful song from possibly the 70s. I'm going to guess it was the 70s. Uh, And that song and the lyrics specifically were these. That's right, it was Piano Man, Piano Man by Billy Joel. Uh, An absolutely incredible song. I think it's undeniable that that is an amazing song. So uh, please, uh, please do not be angry at me. I don't know how the camels and columns came into that. Um, But let's just enjoy the song uh, where we're at. Um, Because, uh, you know, no one was ever going to get that. But But I think like... Think of music as a plan. Sing us a song. You're the plant piano man. And then let's sing together. Sing us a song tonight. And then 
we're all in the mood for a melody. Somehow became I love columns. We provide content for all camels. And then you got us feeling all right did become you have to be good, which kind of makes sense. Uh, That was a very, very difficult one. Uh, We're going to do, we're not going to do another lost in translation this week because I've been teasing that I want to do this new segment for ages and I'm going to finally launch it next week. I'm just going to make time for it. And then we might do a few of those and then we'll bring back lost in translation. There's lots of segments you can get on board with on the show. There is rhyme crime. There is, uh, what else is there? I've suddenly forgotten them all. Red carpet catastrophes, bad movies that you think are really good. Send them in. Um, there's heaps, heaps of stuff, uh, bird stories, uh, stories about you and your pet birds, whether they're good or bad. Uh, but moving on, I just want to do a very quick update on this. This is the podcast Pokemon Card Trading Network. The PP Podcast Pokemon C Card T Trading. Ah, oh, I've already Podcast Pokemon Card Trading Network. The PPCTN. The PPCTN. The PPCTN. I finally got that. Uh, I want to complete my Pokemon card collection. There are like three or four cards from the original set of cards that I do not have. I have recovered a few of them from very generous li- listeners, including the Jolteon card, which I believe I bought off a guy whose name uh, escapes me, but I am going to very quickly look it up on Instagram because he recently DM'd me. Uh, oh yeah, his name was Radio Sandro. Welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Sandro. Uh, he sent me the Jolteon card. I also received... Uh, I've, I've received a few now. We were working last week on Radio Alex Sky. Welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Alex Sky. He has a bunch of the cards that we need to finish, basically. Uh, he has the very rare Gengar card, and uh, he wants to trade it, though. So at the moment, a lot of this is going to be on hold because... All of my doubles are somewhere at my mum and dad's house. Currently, I can't go to their house because of COVID. So essentially, um, that trade, Radio Alex Sky, is going to happen because I know I have some of the cards that you need. We will do that trade after Melbourne lockdown ends and I can go to my mum and dad's place and find my Pokemon card doubles. We will definitely do that. But I should thank a mystery listener of this show uh radio mystery i have no idea who it was welcome to the radio family whoever it was and a massive thank you to the anonymous person that sent an a hollow aerodactyl card to my work have no idea who it was i got an email from the receptionist at my work who said hey there is a uh there is a letter for you here i opened it the aerodactyl card no name nothing but the card uh So thank you for that very rare card. I really appreciate whoever that was. And uh, last but not least, Radio Val. Welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Val. Radio Val has sent to my work as well in another envelope. And I feel like the receptionist is getting really confused where she gives me letters and then I open them and they're Pokemon cards. Uh, He has sent me a Dugtrio card. Dugtrio was one of the cards we needed. Then I bought one off eBay for $2. Then Then it ended up being a fake card. So I'm not counting it. And Radio Alex Guy has the correct one in his batch as well as the Gengar. Radio Val has obviously heard this. He sent me a Dugtrio card, but it is not the Dugtrio card I want. It is instead a hollow uh, Alolan Dugtrio card. Alolan Dugtrio is this weird variation of Dugtrio that has surfer beach blonde hair. It is very weird. It is one of my least favorite Pokemon designs. However, genuinely appreciate 
the donation from Radio Val. So thank you for that, Radio Val. It's going to the back of the folder that has all of my Pokemon cards in it, but is certainly in the folder. And I'm really enjoying that card. So I'm actually going to open it up. If you have a Pokemon card you'd like to get rid of, just, and you know, put it in the post, address it to Radio Mike, 257 Clarendon Street, South Melbourne, 3205. Just send me a Pokemon card. Even if you don't have one of the ones you want, I'll just take any Pokemon card. Only Pokemon ones, not like the energy cards or the trainer cards. Any Pokemon card you have and want to get rid of and don't care about, feel free to ship them to me. I'll take them off your hands. Very happy to. I would love to see a few more. I would love to see a more confused receptionist. I would love to see more cards arriving at my work uh, that I did not solicit for. So we are still chipping away at this. It is temporarily on hold. Send in cards in the meantime that you'd like to get rid of. Once lockdown ends, that trade is happening with Radio Alex Guy, and we will be very close to completing the collection. Last week on the show, we heard from Radio Nacho Cheese. Radio Nacho Cheese is the anonymous best friend of the show. We don't know who he is. But for this whole year, once a month, he has left us a very nice and polite message of gratitude and, and, and encouragement to the phone number of the podcast, 1-800-438-353. Radio Nacho Cheese is a legend and we love him every time he is on the show. And I introduced this last week. We do a salute to the to Nacho Cheese. We do a cheese salute. Uh, so I'm going to do mine into the microphone now. You'll hear that my hand hit my head. That was my salute. Do your salute to Nacho Cheese now because it is very rare we get Nacho Cheese more than once a month. But this month we're luckily, uh, we've had him last week. We've got him this week. And if he does submit his uh, his message to 1-800-438-353, which does happen on the last Monday of every month, which is looking to be uh, next Monday, uh, then we'll have him next week as well. We'll have him three times in a week. So it's very, very exciting stuff. Uh, Nacho said he was going to do something to make up for the fact that he agreed to send hand sanitizer at the beginning of COVID to several listeners of the show. They ended up getting caught up by Australia Post and never made it to the destination. So Nacho Cheese being the hero of the podcast that we all need but don't deserve because he's simply too good, he repackaged them and resent them through Australia Post and got them to all the listeners that never received the original batch. And to top it off, he also said he would be providing us with a surprise uh, to make up for it as well, which he simply didn't need to do because he's already already done enough for this show. How can we continue asking him for more? But that is why we salute him every week. Nacho Cheese has gone above and beyond, above and beyond with this surprise, which came into my inbox uh, earlier in the week. And uh, (laughs) the subject line is Nacho Creation. It's from Nacho Cheese's email, Nacho Do Cheese, C H E E Z, at gmail.com. Uh, Nacho Creation, he says, Hey Mike, called earlier, called earlier addressing the sanitizer debacle, which I've already explained. As a way of apologizing to those who were negatively impacted, I decided to whip up and, and get this, get this, I've decided to whip up a quick and simple 20th century boy themed board game. It's similar to Snakes and Ladders, but with its own twist. With ISO starting again, maybe the listeners would enjoy playing this board game together. Regards, Nack, N-A-C, which might be short for Narch, because he sometimes calls himself Narch. 
Uh, I'm double cliff click. I'm double clicking this PDF file, which contains the 20th Century Boy board game that uh, Nacho Cheese has created. Uh, there is an instruction uh, page as well. It says Radio Mike's unofficial board game. Instructions: Players two plus works better with four or less. Requirements: a standard six-sided dice or random number generator between one and six. Rules: start with all players on the start block. Two players will roll. Okay, so I think the rules are just the, the the rules are just a normal board game. You move forward, but there's stuff on the board that changes that changes what you can do. And I will post this in the Facebook group and the Discord for you to crack it out and uh, play it yourself. I will admit the entire board game is on the span of one A4 page, and just by looking at it, it looks like there are about. There are 18 spaces on the board game in a snakes and ladders style setup. There are 18 spaces. So if you're using a six-sided die, you'd probably finish this game within about four minutes. Um, but as you roll the dice, you might land on a certain spot uh, that might impact how you play. For example, there's a spot here and it says, you fool. You've blocked the MDF, which is the number one rule of the show is don't block the MDF. If you don't know what the MDF is, don't worry. Just don't block it if you ever see it. Uh, go back two spots. So if you land on that, you'd go back two spots. Uh, here's one. Another player lied about being a Damien. Pick a player to move back two spots so you can influence another player. And uh, that's a reference to how we are always searching for the official Damien of this show. If you are a Damien... We would love to have you on this show. We need an official Damien of the show. We do not currently have that. Uh, towards the end of the map of, of the board is you have created a fatberg. Go back three spaces. One, two, three. Uh, and there's also your contribution was featured on The Shittest Thing, which is another segment of the show. Skip your next turn and then you can finish the game. So have a lot of fun playing this game. It does look like a very quick game that won't take very long at all but I'm sure a few of you could have fun just cracking it out at your next games night. Uh, and I'm really grateful for Nacho Cheese for making the official board game of the show. At the top, it does say Radio Mike's unofficial board game. I am proud to announce that this is now the official board game of 20th Century Boy. Thank you, Radio Nacho Cheese. All right, guys, we are nearly done here for the week and the podcasts have been going uh, a little bit longer. I'm trying to aim for more like 50 to 55 minutes now as opposed to 40 to 45, mainly because like I didn't want to just do more content for the sake of content. I just wanted to do more content if it was there. And it just seems like we always have so much more to talk about uh, as a community now. So I'm really, really stoked uh, to make the podcast a little bit longer. Um, last week, I did a... Uh, a reference to a little Easter egg on my LinkedIn. I don't use LinkedIn much, but I decided to update it. And I said I was putting a little Easter egg in one of my LinkedIn things. And whoever could find that Easter egg would be uh, would win a Release the Sounds, my band, uh, sticker. Because I have a lot of leftover Release the Sounds stickers. If you would like a Release the Sounds sticker... Uh, just let me know and we can arrange something by the way. But I said the winner would win. The first person to send me the Easter egg would win a release the sound sticker. Uh, a lot of people did see, a lot of people did scroll through my LinkedIn this week and the views on my LinkedIn were really up because LinkedIn tells you how many people have viewed your profile for some reason. I don't know. I hate LinkedIn. I don't know why I, why I've got it. Uh, 
and many of you sent me a screenshot of my Dan Murphy's Q entry on LinkedIn, which reads the following. Dan Murphy's Q, 2013 to 2017. Customer and sales assistant at Dan Murphy's Q for four years, assisting customers with inquiries and general admin roles around the store, reporting to the MDF manager to ensure the MDF remained unblocked at all times. Rule one of the show, don't block the MDF. That's a story that originates at my job at Dan Murphy's Q. I think it was a few weeks ago I explained that reference, so go check it out there. What I'd like to do next, and I've said drop into conversations, random, don't block the MDFs. Pat, who left a voicemail earlier, great example of that. You know, just in your day-to-day conversations, drop in an MDF. Uh, Hey, what are you doing on the weekend? Oh, not much. A lot of not blocking the MDF, I can tell you that much. Just little things like that. However, what I'd love to see now is Dan Murphy's Q on Google, uh, lots of positive reviews. Not a lot of those positive reviews talking about how they have an impeccable track record of the MDF not being blocked. What I would love to see, what I would absolutely love to see is the Dan Murphy's Q Google reviews full of reviews talking about how the MDF is never blocked at that store. That would be great. So if you want to participate in that, in this rubbish, please go ahead and do so. Actually, this actually just reminds me of this story that I wasn't going to tell, but it'll only take like two minutes. So I feel like I'll just tell it towards the end of the podcast. Um, When I worked at Dan Murphy's Q, there was this way that customers could give anonymous feedback to the store about the service they'd had and whether they were happy or not, et cetera, et cetera. One day, this anonymous message came in from some random person who I don't know. And uh, the message read, and I'm not saying this to like pump myself up, but the message actually said, this is word for word, I'll never forget it. It said, Michael is a very kind young man. And then, get this, it said this. (laughs) And I would have been like 19 or 20 years old at this time. It said, some of your older staff could learn a lot from him. (laughs) And I feel like, what specifically was I doing that made me so kind to this very generous person that wrote in? Like, all I remember doing at Dan Murphy's Q was saying stuff like, hey, how are ya? Did you want a receipt? Do you want a bag with those? No worries, have a great day. <laughs> so, like, what were the older people who could learn a lot from me saying to these customers? I have no idea what they could possibly have been saying that I was that I wasn't doing. <laughs> I feel like I feel like my output to the customers was the base level of human decency to just say, "Hi, how are you?" Do you want a bag? Do you want a receipt? Goodbye. Enjoy the rest of your day. What could the older people not have been doing? <laughs> anyway, that's just a story that popped into my head. Michael is a very kind young man. Some of your older staff could learn a lot from him. <laughs> All right. Before we finish off, I can already see we're going very long. There is uh, next week on the show. We did a, a several weeks in a row. We did this thing where everyone submitted their own segments. Listeners submitted their own segments. Uh, and then we did a poll for whose segment could be on the show. They were between uh, some from memory were Pat's Fat, Zach's Wax, Nick's Clicks, Gus's Fusses or something like that. And uh, I did a poll in the Facebook group for this podcast. The winner of that and the person who will be joining me on the show next week, you better be available 
to do their segment is, drumroll please. It's Zach with Zach's Wax. This is our radio superstar, Zach Briffer, another higher tiered member of the podcast community. Uh, and radio superstar, Zach Briffer, looking very forward to your debut of Zach's Wax on next week's show after you, in, in an absolute landslide victory, you demolished the competition. You got the most vote, votes by far. And I can't even remember the premise of your segment. I think it has something to do with you whacking people and and talking about their reactions i don't know we'll find out next week uh just a few plugs for the end here before we wrap up uh youtube just type in radio mic i'm sure it'll come up subscribe i'd love i'm I've, I've just hit 400 subscribers which for me is massive i'd love to get to 500 soon um so i'd love for you to check it out i just do geeky nerdy content that's literally what i do on it uh and i'm streaming me playing games so definitely go check that out uh the other things i'm doing uh radio.mic i'm just about to hit 3100 followers on instagram i'd love to get to 5000 by the end of the year i think that'd be amazing please follow me tell your friends to watch my because that's where i put clips from this podcast that you can watch Um, there'll be a few clips from this episode. I'm trying to do more clips from the podcast. So definitely go and check out my Instagram and follow it and tell your friends to follow me if they like top-notch funny content. Uh, this week I did a video. I spent most of last night making a video that's what if David Bowie's song Space Oddity, which is like ground control to Major Tom. What if both of the characters were called Major Tom? I did a video on that. Go check that out. The other way you can support me is listen to my other podcast, Popped, which is more in-depth looks at games, music, movies, TV shows with my friend Alex. This week we talked all about the Donkey Kong family tree and whether or not we thought King Kong and Donkey Kong were related or just based on, or just one of them was based on the other. But are they related by family? You might be surprised what you hear in that. Please go check check that out i would really love for you to listen to that um twitter it's radio mike i do a few funny tweets i'm nearly at a thousand followers on twitter just want to get numbers up so more people can hear this podcast which is my main piece of work um and uh yeah i'm pretty sure that's all the plugs Oh, and episode 104 of the Hamish and Andy podcast, which is out in a few weeks' time, that is the one that I will be the panel op for, so I'll be there for the whole show. I'd love for you to listen to that when it comes out, but I'll do another plug for it um, closer to that date. Uh, So, yeah. Oh, and if you want to hear that Julia Gillard, Tony Abbott story from Will's perspective, he does talk about it in the newest episode of Tofop, which is his podcast with Charlie Clausen. So if you want to hear it from his perspective, uh, definitely uh, go listen to that as well. That is the end of the show. I'm going to have another choc chip scotch finger. You should too. Don't block the MDF. Michael is a very kind young man. Some of your older staff could learn a lot from him. And finally, my name has been Radio Mike, and this has been the inside of my mind. Make sure you take the Tony Abbott picture off your Zoom background next time you join. Bye-bye.